Welcome to Playing for the Master, a podcast on live theater, creativity, and the arts emerging from the Christian faith. The official podcast of Master Arts Theater in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Come along as we give you a behind-the-scenes look at the people, productions, and ideals behind Master Arts Theater. We are your hosts, Tim Van Bruggen and John Wilson. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to season two, unbelievable, of the Playing for the Master podcast. We're finally coming out of COVID, maybe, <laughs> and going to do some live theater, maybe. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm Tim. I'm John. And we are here speaking with the director and some of the cast members of our first show of our 35th season, Life Derailed. Yeah. Welcome, Lorna and Jason and Kelly. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. So how y'all doing today? Good. <laughs> we're good. They're just cool. getting off of work and just about to go in rehearsal, so we're catching them at the perfect opportune moment. <laughs> They're this all is... serene mm-hmm. and peaceful and calm. And there's definitely <laughs> nothing they'd rather do with their time before rehearsal than this. Then talk to eat. us geeks over <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, Lorna wants to eat, so we're going to try and do this rather quickly. Um... So, first of all, this is this is kind of for all of you. Um, obviously, we've had this wonderful almost year and a half span now where we haven't been able to do theater, which we all love to do. How has it been like for all of you kind of jumping back in and getting into rehearsal mode and show mode and doing the things that you probably haven't done for a while? Uh, for me, it's been wonderful because I've not done anything. I was out of work mm-hmm. the entire time, too. So just mm-hmm. getting back into it is so great. <laughs> Especially because the last show I did before lockdown was Father Brown here. Mm-hmm. So then it's my first show back here. Yay. My very first show is back here. And mm-hmm. it makes me feel it makes it feel very special. That's cool. Yay. I like that. Ah, for me, it's this is my second show back through COVID. Um, so it's it's refreshing. Kind of really rejuvenated. I can't speak. (laughs) But, uh, no, it's been good to get back at it and kind of just meet new faces, talk to new people, and kind of just become another person and, you know, just have fun with it. Cool. Mm -hmm. Laura? I'm just so happy we're open. (laughs) I'm so glad to be able to tell people what to do. I'm so, so (laughs) happy. I'm so so excited that we are doing this season because I've just I'm I've been ready. I mean, I wasn't planning on doing this show, but I'm excited about this show and I'm really excited about everybody that's participating in it. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm really glad that we're doing this. So, well, that kind of leads to our next question. It does. Go for it. Cool. Has it been difficult taking over this show from another yes. director? <laughs> yes. You know, all directors have their own different ideas and their own um, plans on what they want to do a show. And mm-hmm. when you take over a show from someone that already had some ideas and already spoke with the cast what he wanted to do or what mm-hmm. she wanted to do, then you change it because you have a new director and they have a different um, vision. Um, it's a little bit difficult, but... This show has been very nice because the cast has been very um, supportive in the change of, of rank, of mm-hmm. director. And um, they've been very supportive and very excited about being able to do this show that they've waited for a year. Now, some mm-hmm. of them have been just cast 
like Kelly and Jason were just cast because they are they are filling in some roles of people that could not do the roles. So mm-hmm. um, it's been it's been great. It's it's difficult sometimes because when you have an idea and an actor is telling you, well, that's not what I had. Mm. You know, that's not what they told me to do. And I'm like, well, then throw that out the door. This is what I'm telling you to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the only the difficult part that I've been having. But everything else is wonderful. It's been going really great. Yeah. So about half your cast is inherited. <laughs> and yes. half of your cast is new. Both of these guys are new. Well, these two mm-hmm. are new. I have There's a total of 20 people in the cast. And then of the, the new people is eight new people. Okay. So not quite. So no. Yeah. So no half. So mostly all of them were kind enough to take, take <clears throat> the, the reins and come back and mm-hmm. do... Um, some of them just couldn't because of conflicts, but um, mostly all of them were back. So it, I just needed to pick a couple more people. Mm-hmm. So how are you them. feeling about your cast now that you're? I in... love my cast. <laughs> <laughs> I love my peoples. My peoples are working hard. They're doing well. Um, I know of them. I know them. I've worked with them before, and I know of them. So it's been it's been great to be able to get. And it's hard because you have to get new people into roles that were already, you know, sealed for the past season. But they've gotten along very well. The new Great. the new members have integrated very well with the the older members. That's awesome. So it's been really it's been really nice. So. Has there been anything like on the production crew side, um, or have you mostly just assembled your own crew with that? I assembled my own crew. I've got my own AD, my own cool. stage manager, my own you know assistant to the assistant director. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got my lights. I got my sound guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm I love doing it myself. I yep. love getting people involved in theater. Mm-hmm. If I can't find someone, well then of course I'll see what I can do, but yeah. <laughs> but thankfully um, I've been able to uh, get the production group together. So cool. good customer, great prop people. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. yeah. Now, so this is for you two. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Now, Kelly, you've done a couple things here in the past, mm-hmm. um, but kind of wore away for a while and came back for Father Brown. Yes. Jason, this would have been your second, but really <laughs> is your first. Am I am I getting that right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. you had originally been cast in Enchanted April pre-COVID, and then COVID happened, and then Enchanted April happened, but you were doing the show <laughs> with Samber Productions, Frederick, mm-hmm. so you couldn't do that show. So this is kind of your first, second first second, first. First and a half. First and a half. We'll go with that. Show 1.5 at Right. Yeah. Okay, so... Both of you are relatively. I mean, you're not. You're not like hardcore master arts people, <laughs> um, but you have Kelly, who's done some things and come back. Which thank you for coming back. To us. <laughs> and Jason, who's doing his first show with us. How how having worked with some other theaters, what are some things that are similar here at Master Arts, and what are some things that you're finding that are a little bit different in our culture compared to other theaters that you've worked with? Um I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> gosh. So we were actually kind of just talking about this earlier about how, uh, like other theaters and how they, they act and how it's very um you know, every theater kinda has like their their people, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like f- for me personally, when I've done shows, I've done a few shows here, there's just not a lot of ego Mm. that I've noticed. Everyone Mm. is always ready to work together and that's just really wonderful. You know, other places 
I'm not going to say names, other places, you walk <laughs> in and you see the auditions and you're like, I already know who's audition. I already know who's mm. getting cast. Mm. Why be here? Whereas mm. here, that doesn't, I just feel like that doesn't happen. They, you guys really do like pick on talent, the directors here. And I really appreciate that. <laughs> pick on as in like torment. Can we talent? Pick on talent? <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to <laughs> Where's our talent? <laughs> you're going to go tickle them with a feather. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, yes, uh, <clears throat> as you said, Tim, this is my first technical show here, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I've also done another production at another smaller theater just like this one, mm-hmm. probably actually smaller than this show, this um, theater, but uh, again, it's very similar. Those two are actually very similar because like, um, like Kelly said, there's no egos. You go into the auditions and you d- don't know if you're going to get cast. Mm-hmm. You go to these bigger theaters, it's, well, I'm going to try my best and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. It's like she said, it's, you walk in there, that's basically precast. Mm-hmm. So it's a little frustrating at that point, but you also want to try your hardest to make them think yeah. about casting you. Make yourself memorable. Um, so it's, but Master Arts, I've also noticed, was just it's, it's very God-centered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No other theater that I've ever been a part of opens with prayer. Mm. And that's what we do here. I mean, it's not like a deep, intricate prayer, which it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be. We all know right. this. Yeah. Growing up is what they teach you at church. So being able to see that and just having someone lead us with prayer of what's going on for the night, someone's having troubles or just memorizing our lines <laughs> getting those down pat that's kind of i mean just a simple prayer like that those things kind of just that sticks out yeah cool in what ways if there's like any that jump to mind if not that's chill but what ways does the faith and the spiritual aspect integrate into you guys's art um that's something tim and i are kind of very intrigued by um, in our own lives and in the lives of others, especially a show like this where it's like a comedy. It's almost a farce. It's got some good, rich stuff in there to play with, but... It's hilarious. It's not... Yeah. But it's not like a... It's not like a beans are creaking where it's about a pastor, you know? So how does that faith in in your spirituality kind of make its way into your art and and affect that, if at all? Either in general or... With this specific show. with this show. Yeah. If it does at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I got to drive through traffic <laughs> on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> so that so, prayer. I <laughs> <laughs> know I'm going with this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that prayer kind of brings me back to reality. <laughs> brings you back down, allows you to calm yourself, kind of mm-hmm. recenter and refocus. Mm-hmm. Because we all know that people in the traffic, especially on 131, destruction. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the faith in that kind of aspect of things is um, like I also help my church with kids and stuff. So mm-hmm. utilizing my teachings, my training from that mm-hmm. to help maybe be a, a shining light or a... Um, I don't know, like a, a father figure. He's a father figure. Okay, a For father figure. <laughs> For younger children. Kind of being like a role, a role model. There we go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A role model for the younger people that are here. 
um, being is that we're the older ones, they look to us, even though we don't know it, they're actually looking, they're watching us. So yeah. to be that good examples, that's kind of where I think the faith and all that kind of stuff, that sentiment kind of brings itself into the theater productions. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's very, very difficult <laughs> because it's like you, it's, that's where the faith and the spiritual, in the spiritualities comes into <laughs> can't talk um, a lot of faith it's like a good person Walt Williams says directing sometimes is 20% directing mm-hmm. and 80% psychology mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you need to not only direct your show you also have to direct the emotional being mm-hmm. of each and every one of your cast members yeah, yeah. and um I think my faith and my spiritual self has most of the time during this show been tested a lot. <laughs> but, and I say it with a good thing, is it's a good testing. It's not mm-hmm. like a bad thing because you learn and I'm learning and I'm still learning too mm-hmm. about it. So, and you keep learning. I mean, you get great people and then you get people who haven't done it before. First mm-hmm. time, second time, you know, mm-hmm. and you have to work on that and that's mm-hmm. where that that strength and that um, understanding of that other person that goes into that that situation. In other I buildings. wonder if that's especially true with community theater too, mm-hmm. because it's not like I mean, in professional theater, that's their that's their life. Mm-hmm. You know, in community theater, we've got people coming from all different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Who knows what stressors they've had to deal with on their job or at school or in their life that day with their family, with their spouse. Um, and there's an element of that in professional theater, but I feel like in community theater that can even be amplified because they do have their whole other life. And this is this is hard work, but it's also what we do because we love it. It's our hobby. It's, it's what we do for enjoyment. Yes. So sometimes as a director, you have to kind of help people get past the junk that they just came from. Like mm-hmm. if they had to drive to <laughs> <Yeah>. one third, <laughs> you know, or maybe they had a really lousy day at work or, mm-hmm. or maybe they, you know, I don't both. know, there's some days or both. Yeah. 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 Um, and this is their escape, but you kind of have to open the door for them a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I get mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, oh, this... I want to ask this one. I want to ask this one. <laughs> So something that's been happening at Master Arts recently, which I think is really cool, is we've started to do, like, premieres. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we had Horizons of Gold, which was a Michigan premiere. We did uh, uh, The Singer, which was a world mm-hmm. premiere. And now we're doing, um, oh, and our Sherlock Holmes yeah. Yeah. was a premiere mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we're doing Life Ra- Derailed, which is also a premiere. And, and you had the playwright here during casting. And for your first few weeks of rehearsal, what's that like? (laughs) (laughs) Nerve-wracking. Because you have the person who knows that script from top to bottom, Mm -hmm. knows every detail, and if you change something, they will say, this is okay, but you know, they come in from this one, so that's going to be this cheap, you know, so you have to like go, oh, that's right. Hmm. Let's change it and do it mm-hmm. because it's the right. It's the playwright's work. Mm-hmm. We have to mm-hmm. follow their their example, and so it's it's been nerve wracking. But Ruth has been very gracious 
she's been at a couple of rehearsals and she's been enjoying it. She's been laughing and she's she's been giving me her her ideas and we've been putting it on stage. So I think it's going to be a good. She's a very terrific. <laughs> she's a great writer. I think mm. this this oh, yeah. show is absolutely funny, so funny. The comic timing. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the script. When yeah, I'm reading so the script. I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't laugh she, at scripts she is, very often. <laughs> she is stunning. She's a stunning writer, mm. and I'm mm-hmm. so. I so, can't wait to see more from her. I well, I I hope she does keep writing, and I hope we do her proud with this show because she is, she deserves it. She's a great mm-hmm. great writer. So it's cool too because I think, with the exception of Horizons of Gold, which came from Ohio, this is the first time that we've had a Michigan playwright that we've premiered a show of that hasn't been the director. Because the other two, Sherlock Holmes and the singer, oh, right. both you and Andy Deemer, who wrote the directed. script, directed that. And Andy um, Deemer is Ruth Hoffman's brother. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, the writing, writing is in the family. So. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really cool to now we're being, we're like able to start supporting and picking up playwrights who don't necessarily want to direct it, who just want to yeah. be able to write the play and let it And that's definitely be. something I, I certainly, I want to see Master Arts do more mm-hmm. of, is advocate for local playwrights and do mm-hmm. local, you know, new new works. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm really hoping if we get the new building, donate to that if you, <laughs> if you want to see us happen, um, that we'll have space that we can actually do some of yeah. that kind of production work. How is it for you two playing characters that nobody's ever played before? Is that fun or exciting? Does that never enter into the thought process? They are What's so What's that bloody. like? <laughs> you want me to go first? Or? Yes, go <laughs> first. <laughs> well, this is actually uh, the second time I've done something like this where it's mm. never been. I did a show in college that was like the premiere of it as well. And just like that, it is. it can be very nerve-wracking, like Lorna said, <laughs> because, you know, Ruth knows these characters, mm. you know, you know, she just knows them so well. She spent more time with them than yeah, any of us will. So when she's there, it is very <laughs> nerve-wracking. Like, am I doing a good job? Am I, you know, especially like because there's been another person cast before me. So I'm wondering if she's looking at my performance mm-hmm. thinking, I wish the other person was still here. You know, so there is that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's really fun to be able to make choices for the character that have never been made before you know Mm -hmm. you you get to kind of create it make it your own um and when she was at the rehearsals and was laughing it's so special (laughs) to get the person who knows the script better than you to laugh Mm -hmm. belly laughing belly belly laughing yes yes. yeah i totally relate to that a slight tangent is i was in the singer and i had a very similar situation with tim because i knew i wasn't his first choice for the character um <laughs> that's his face for the test. Yeah. he's not better um <laughs> and i definitely knew i was like my concept of the character was a different concept from tim's concept of the character and he'd written the script so it was very nerve-wracking to try and delve into the things i wanted to delve into with the character while also trying to honor what tim had with it mm-hmm. um and trying to find the middle ground of those but the the feeling when you found it and when yeah. Tim was like this is great this is one of the best parts of the show and I love this this mm-hmm. is rich like that was amazing yeah like like I said in college the show that I did the playwright was also helping direct so mm-hmm. he gave me a lot of notes I don't get anything from <laughs> Ruth so I'm like am I doing it right yeah. is this what you wanted mm-hmm. yeah so Ruth's been really good to let you have your show too yeah she's Little. been she's been very good and 
it's just she's been so supportive in all ways because she's been she knows that we've had to recast a lot of times this show not only because of covid but you know just recasting and she's just like is there anything you want me to do you know we talk by text whatever and um, she's just so she's so ready to help us in any way that she can that's awesome and she's just she's just wonderful i was very very proud of her and happy to be able to direct this show for her cool. so. mm-hmm. all right so so far what from each one of you favorite memory of the rehearsal process so far <laughs> Anytime Tyler and Jordan arrive, <laughs> yes. I love this. They too. are so. I, I said Tyler's gonna have a stroke before the show starts, <laughs> and because he is just he his character is the neurotic, crazy <laughs> oh Nelson, God. and he is far and beyond mm-hmm. Nelson. So, and then there's Jordan, who's just. <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> so I can't say anything perfect. else. Yeah. He's just wonderful, and I, I just—I'm just saying that I'm so happy that this gang that I have is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they are. Each gang member is unique in their yeah. own and, and, way and hilarious in their own way. Yes. Even the ones you don't expect to be hilarious mm-hmm. are like, "Oh gosh, that was." So funny. And, yeah. they don't, and, and they don't even need to talk. Yeah. It just gives mm-hmm. facial expressions, yeah. and you're oh just gosh, like, yeah. you're yeah. dying. Well, you've got a lot of actors who are really good at who've like been an ensemble and different mm-hmm. things like that, and are good at taking this little nugget and yes. they make it this like mammoth of a yes. character. Yes. I finally got to the point where I was no longer breaking on stage, and then Sam comes in. <laughs> <laughs> he starts doing his Kelly Kelly does not break. She does not break. And when Sam comes and start, and Sam just got just. He's replacing some, like I say, he just got he, into this mm-hmm. show because he just replaced somebody. So he's like, he's like, okay, what do you want me to do? I'm like, just do it, Sam. And he does it. And when he does it the first time, mm-hmm. Kelly comes walking out <laughs> and she just, and, I tried so hard not to laugh. And I'm like, he's breaking her. He's, he broke her. He broke her. She's laughing. I'm so glad my character scowls most of the time. I just can like <laughs> inside of my cheeks and be like, I'm not laughing, I'm not laughing, everything's fine. <laughs> oh man. When really uh, just dying. <laughs> well, you carry yourself well. <laughs> if it takes a Sam to break you, that's, that's high. Sam's like yes. the highest level of breaking. Yes. He's like the big boss of breaking. Oh yeah, my goodness. I know I live with so funny. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Memorable yeah. moment, Jason. Oh, let's see here. So many to choose from. <laughs> I don't know. It's the interaction that I have with with Lefty. It's just I can't forget those things. You want to forget them sometimes <laughs> you're trying to sleep, because otherwise you're laughing while you're trying to fall asleep. But you just can't. It's just so memorable, and it makes it. It makes it so enjoyable to just mm-hmm. act alongside him and I mean everybody else as well, but like I interact a lot with him and it's just it's so funny. Mm-hmm. He just I don't think there has been a single rehearsal where I have not not broken. <laughs> he can just look at me and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know he has just this earnest look on his face all the time. Oh, I, I don't know what it is, but he's straight laced face just looking at he says one word I'm done it's game over for me oh man I 
can't hold it in. I'm trying so hard. You guys who see the show will know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. when You'll know if you come see the show. You not see. if, when you come see <laughs> the show. When you come see the show. <clears throat> Tyler, Tyler and Jordan, both of them are mm. out of this world. They're great. They're I'll say, so that being said, and then you can have the last question. Oh. What's one thing you would tell the audience who are kind of thinking, well, should I see the show? I don't know anything about it. What would you tell them? Each one of you give us one thing. Um... You want to spend a night where you're laughing like there's no tomorrow. That would be a show to come see. It is a funny, funny, funny show. And considering what we've been through this past year with COVID, with the situations and the restrictions, a nice comedy for family is what you need. Like Derail does that. Prepare your gut. <laughs> there will be some gut-wrenching laughing yeah, that you cannot control. Hmm. It's one of the funniest shows I've ever been a part of. <laughs> it's, it'll be, I'll just say this, it'll be worth your time taking out of your schedules to just slow down and have a good gut-wrenching laugh. Everything I'm going to say is basically the same as they said, you know, <laughs> come, come to laugh, you know, even now everyone's kind of stressed about everything. So just come to laugh and you, you won't regret it. Awesome. Okay. So this is a really heavy question that we always save to last and we ask every single um, guest who comes on. Tough. We're actually changing it slightly um, yeah. just because the last one got too stale. <laughs> so if you guys could have... <laughs> I made a fantastic pun on accident. Okay. Yeah. If you guys could have any vegetable-based superpower, what would it be? Like, define vegetable-based. Oh, no, you get to define it. Yep. Oh, However, no. you take a vegetable and extract from that whatever power you want that relates to that vegetable. Okay. It could be growing it. It could be being it. It could be... We got Lorna to speak Spanish, everybody. <laughs> See, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a fool of myself because I'm thinking, what are vegetables again? <laughs> like, does is that a vegetable? Is that I don't remember. Uh, tomatoes are not vegetables. Tomatoes are. I not. learned that from Veggie Tales. Yeah. Yes. But somebody used that. Well, no, that was when it was fruit. Yeah, wasn't they it? used it for fruit. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> We're helpful okay. too. Okay. <laughs> She's got one. She's got one. A vegetable. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Probably a broccoli. What would what would it be? What would the broccoli thing be? <laughs> I don't know. Could like grow giant broccoli trees. <laughs> I probably have a. a, a... A row garden. I, I don't know. I'm just really good at just making a broccoli garden. All right. Point, and there's broccoli rows. Yeah. Yeah. Point. There's Could you point at somebody and broccoli grows <laughs> on them? Broccoli. They turn into broccoli. <laughs> 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 no, that's what person. Could be like, broccolize me. I don't know why you said broccoli for his tree, and I just thought, what if all the ends in Lord of the Rings were replaced with <laughs> broccoli? <laughs> That'd be so great. I would watch that. <laughs> That would actually be a good edit. That'd be yeah. a good edit. Yeah. Veggie Tales missed out on that they when they did Lord of the Beans. They oh. could have been giant broccoli. <laughs> the heck, Veggie Tales. Oh, I love Veggie Tales. <laughs> Where's my contract, Veggie Tales? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, I 
think it would actually have to be the superpower would be to turn into fruit because I don't like vegetables. There you go. An anti-vegetable power. An anti-vegetable. There you, so there you he go. turns all vegetables into fruit mm. so he can eat them. Because they're sweeter. That's true. It sounds like the supervillain, though, that like thinks they're doing the right thing. It's like Thanos they're with really vegetables. They're really destroying everything yeah. because yeah. they're, they're taking all the vegetables like away. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to sound a silly question. Potatoes are vegetables, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'd be know. a potato. <laughs> a starch, technically. Technically. They're, they're spuds. Yes. But no. <laughs> because potatoes are so versatile. You can do this anything with them. So the powers would be versatile. You could mash people. Could What's the line? You actually boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Back to Lord of the Rings, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Yep. You actually thought about this. I talked to the I was like, I don't know. Because a potato can do anything. I need a photo friend. It's like my wife. What's a vegetable? I really like potatoes. There you go. I often describe myself as one. They're like, what are what what your personality? I'm a potato. Now your dreams can just come to yeah. oh, yeah. Think about it on those on those introvert days, you can be the potato mm-hmm. on the ground, mm-hmm. home, you know, nice by yourself. But then it could be the party days where you could be, you know, the the potatoes, the, the French fries. fries. Yeah, yeah, I think I potato. What are those? Uh, That's when you're potato nachos. Yes. Yeah. 84th Street yes. Grill. Yeah. Potato nachos. Yeah. 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 If he does not see you there, he'll come to your door and he will ask you why you weren't there because it was so funny. With Lefty. I will do it. (laughs) With his gang. With With his gang, the entire (laughs) gang. I'll take my gang with you. We'll come get you. Just make you laugh at your own door. That's bringing half the show to them. There we go. (laughs) We'll take it on the whole day on the road. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Playing for the Master, a production of Master Arts Theatre in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information about Master Arts, its productions, and its programming, visit www.masterarts.org. Please take note that the opinions expressed by the hosts or guests of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions held by Master Arts Theatre as an organization. Again, thanks for listening.